Our spotlight sponsor this half hour is Alliance Defending Freedom, the uh, ADF. More and more, we are seeing government overreach and from the officials in Washington, D.C., and it is not getting any better. Uh, It's not just happening in Washington, D.C. It's also happening all across the country, and it is threatening, really, our constitutional freedoms. And in times like this, the courts are the best hope for preserving our fundamental rights. And there is one organization leading the way. It's the Alliance Defending Freedom. They win about 80% of their cases. They've been doing this for 25 years, protecting religious liberty, sanctity of human life, free speech, parental rights, marriage, family, all at no cost to their clients. We must help support them. The uh, legal battle is just beginning. Go to adflegal.org slash back, adflegal.org. America, welcome to the Glenn Beck program. Well, Biden yesterday said he shares the CDC's director's sense of, quote, impending doom. We're back to that, Joe Biden. I thought it was all fixed because they were going to fix this within the first hundred days. No, no, no. Please wear a mask. Wear a mask for a friend. Wear two or three masks if you have to. This is not over. We're entering now the most dangerous part, and Fauci is all on board. So who are these uh, unelected bureaucrats that are absolutely changing the way America lives and the way America thinks? Steve Dace is here to talk all about it in 60 seconds. The Glenn Beck Program. And it is the Glenn Beck program. And that's what's so exciting about it. Uh, Norma, she lives in Tampa. She writes in about the experience her dog has had with rough greens. She says, after four days, my white labs hot spots on her skin weren't bothering her as much as they had been before. Also, at 13, she wasn't eating very much as she was before. But so far, with rough greens, she's cleaning her bowl. It's great to see that it keeps her going because she's a great dog. Thank you, rough greens. Thank you so much, uh, Norma, for writing in and telling us uh, this. We've been telling you about Rough Greens for a while. It's not a food. It's a supplement that you sprinkle on the dog's food. It has probiotics, minerals, antioxidants. It's a... It's all the sciencey sounding stuff and all the stuff that you hate when somebody tells you you need it in your food. Uh, but it has helped my dog, Uno, not only be a... Uh, not only eat but also be a healthier dog and run around. I came home yesterday and he was swimming. He just decided to go for a swim. And I'm like, what? You've never done that before. Uh, and I appreciate the fact that he was wet for about eight hours after that. But um, it, my dog has changed with rough greens. Now, this is the bag here. I've got it in my hands. This is the bag that is a free bag of rough greens for you just to try out. 
You just call them at 833-GLEN33 or go to roughgreens.com slash back. They'll send you this bag. You just sprinkle it onto your dog's food. It's about a tablespoon. And make sure that they like it as much as Uno does. <clears throat> Once you get that and you know for sure they're going to like it, then get a uh, get a bag of Rough Greens and watch the difference in your dog over the coming months. It's remarkable. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. That's R-U-F-F greens.com slash Beck or call 833-GLEN33. Joe Biden. Joe Biden is, well, he's he's very worried because yesterday, can we play the CDC director and what she had to say about the coming pandemic and how it's going to get worse? I'm going to pause here. I'm going to lose the script and I'm going to reflect okay. on the recurring feeling I have of impending doom. Okay, we stop, have stop, so stop, much. Stop, I can't take it. I've only heard this and now I'm watching it on the blaze. Stu, did you happen to see this? I heard it. I, I heard the audio okay, of it. Watch yeah. the screen. Watch mm. the screen. This is hysterical. Go ahead. Play I'm going to pause the here. I'm going to lose the script She's and I'm going to reflect on the recurring feeling I have of impending doom. Stop. Have- Stu, what have you noticed there? She seems very upset. Uh, uh, no, are you watching her eyes? Yeah. Oh, she's, she's reading, reading it? Yeah. the script. It does look like she's reading it, yeah. She absolutely is. I'm going to toss <laughs> the script. She's reading all of that. Okay, go ahead. We have so much to look forward to, so much promise and potential of where we are, and so much reason for hope. But right now, I'm scared. I'm speaking today not necessarily as your CDC director, and not only as your CDC director, but as a wife, as a mother, as a daughter to ask you to just please hold on a little while longer. I so badly want to be done. I know you all so badly want to be done. We are just almost there, but not quite yet. Wow. So sincere and, uh, and so scared. And Joe Biden says that he shares that sense of impending doom. And here to talk about it is... Our, our one and only Steve Dace. Hello, Steve. Morning, Glenn. How are you? Hey. I got to say, every time I hear from our CDC director, I get a sense of impending doom impending as well. Impending doom, too. I do, too. <laughs> I do, too. Uh, tell me, you have written a book about Fauci uh, and uh, the most, you say, the most powerful man uh, uh I can I can barely read the cover from here. I'm sorry. Uh, the most powerful and dangerous bureaucrat in American history. That's quite a statement. 14, 15 months ago, Glenn, we didn't know who Anthony Fauci was. Yeah. And in that short amount of time, uh, he has without a single vote cast, even by mail, not a single vote cast has rearranged the lives of every American Every American family, every American business, every American school, every American church. Need I go on to the point, can we actually step outside our homes and breathe free air? That is now a current debate. Now, if that's not the most powerful and dangerous bureaucrat in American history, then by golly, I don't want to know who is. Well, according to the CDC and Joe Biden, if we let our guard down now, We'll see the virus get worse, not better. And I know that 
Texas let its guard down about 20 days ago, and uh, we're still declining uh, in hospitalizations and infections. This book is a reference guide, Glenn. It, it has more references and footnotes than pages. And a lot of it is how often and, and frequently these people have been wrong. Anthony Fauci told Christy Nome she was going to have 10,000 people in the hospital. She never had more than 600. The last time we heard this emotional lament from our new CDC director, it was her unveiling a map of where it is safe to go to school and for the kids to do extracurricular activities. And Glenn, International Falls, Minnesota, was the only place in the dead of freaking winter, Glenn, was the only place safe for kids to be fully back in-person learning with extracurricular activities. I mean, that's just obviously defies any form of common sense. On and on and on it goes. Um, they have lied repeatedly, gaslighted us repeatedly. The previous CDC director told us that a useless face diaper from China would protect him from COVID-19 even more than the vaccines. We might as well go outside and rain dance, moon dance. This is flat earth voodoo. It has to stop. And that's why for this book, we bypass the normal publishing process of hardcovers and distribution that takes six months. We got to get this in as many people's hands as we can right now. We went right to paperback, but that means we can only sell it at Amazon. That's the only place on earth we could get an audience of this size, this many books. And so that's where you have to get it, unfortunately. But it's got all the information we need to take this to our legislatures, our governors, our city councils, our boards of health, and end this farce once and for all. You call it the Faucian bargain. Uh, that's the name of the book. Um... And I, I love the uh, title, actually, uh, for all of its uh, all of its meaning. W- tell me what you're going to find in this book. I'm an average citizen. I, you know, I, I'm I'm up on it, but not really. Uh, what what what's in here that is going to help me go to my school board and and to my uh, community and to my senators and congressmen? All the facts and all the data you've largely not been told or shared. There was a recent survey that found our media was the most negative in the world for yeah. COVID-19. I, I woke up this morning and I had a UK physician who has written a book and has 60,000 Twitter followers come at me. First thing I see this morning is he comes at me for fake news. And he makes this claim that 0.25% of all people in the UK have died of COVID-19. I just did the math of population and death in three seconds. That's not true. That's his own. That's his. I mean, this is a doctor with a book and 60,000 Twitter followers. You know, this isn't, you know, uh, Pez dispenser me 14 with five people following him. And, and so it, this goes on constantly. I've never seen a stream of dis- disinformation like this. People like you and I that have been in this conservative media game for a long time. We've been told for 20 years we need to be more like Sweden. Suddenly we forgot Sweden. Rep them barely knew him. We don't know what a Sweden is. It's like they fell off a map, never existed. The amount of gaslighting that's gone on here, it will all be debunked in this book. And it calls into question, you know, we have numerous elected officials have endorsed this book. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, uh, Senator Rand Paul, Senator Ted Cruz, Congressman Chip Roy. And I'm already bugging those people that are in Washington. We need a 9-11 tribunal, Glenn, to get answers to the two most important questions of this past year that are raised by this book. Number one, how come... Only experts with one particular narrative were considered experts and were mainstreamed and were used by the White House Coronavirus Task Force, our own media, etc. 
when we had experts from the very beginning, from Oxford, the number one university in the world, Harvard, Yale, Carnegie Mellon, Glenn, these are all places that believe in global warming and 57 genders too. And they all thought this was flat earth junk science, these lockdowns, and yet they were totally ignored. We give you all their names, all their citations in this book. We need to know the answer to that. And then number two that we have to get an answer to is what changed from February 28th of last year to March 11th. On February 28th, 2020, Anthony Fauci wrote in the New England Journal of Medicine that when we got done with this, when we looked at the IFR, the infection fatality rate for COVID-19, it would be that of about a, a bad pandemic flu. That's where Trump got his, it's a bad flu talking point. Trump just parroted Fauci his entire final year of his administration. And now look what happened. He's not in the White House. And so he wrote that on February 28th, Glenn. On March 11th, just 11 days later, and just three days after he went on 60 Minutes and told Americans not to wear masks, three days later after that, and 11 days after he wrote that in the New England Journal of Medicine, he went to Congress, said that this was going to be basically Captain Tripp's college basketball and the NBA shut down that night. The country was shut down less than a week later and for the better part of the next year. What changed? What new piece of data did Anthony Fauci acquire? What, what information stream did he get access to from February 28th to March 8th when he was singing a totally different song to March 11th when he sounded the shofar on this thing? We need to know the answer to that. And there's two reasons why, Glenn. Number one, so that we never fall for this form of authoritarianism ever again. But then number two, when, when we finally do get a contagion that may actually be a, a, hist a history book or biblical level event, and now we've conditioned a bunch of our people to just ignore it because Anthony Fauci is such a fraud. We need to get to the bottom of the truth here, Glenn. Well, uh, they're going to. I mean, they already know the truth, and now the White House is targeting an ad campaign for conservatives. Uh, and they're uh, trying to get the conservatives because they know they're going to be extra hard. They've already gotten all the liberals, they say, to to get the vaccines. Now they just need the conservatives. And so they've got a, a very slick ad campaign that will uh, will convince us all that we all have to get uh, the uh, the vaccine uh, and uh, and and a passport to be able to go back to our lives. This is almost like, I mean, I hate to say this, but if, if they weren't trying to condition us for something in the future, Glenn, what would they be doing differently? Oh, nothing. Nothing. So it's yeah. just a matter of whether this is a, an accidental proto version of something to condition us for in the future or it's intentional malevolence. But the the end result is just the same. Yeah, I mean, listen, I, I, I hope the vaccines work. They're experimental vaccines. There is some con conflicting data that's out right now. Every day I look. I get one source, it's conflicting. I get another, it's positive. There's very positive vaccination data right now coming out of Governor DeSantis's Florida, where they have emphasized seniors with one of the largest senior populations, for example. So what I would tell my audience, and you know, I told my audience in the very beginning, vitamin D, vitamin C, work out, get outside, get in the sun. Um, if you've got elderly, if anybody has a sniffle or a cold, you know, social distance unless you test negative. I mean, we haven't just put our heads in the sand on our show about this whatsoever, but we've actually followed established science like Rand Paul was grilling Anthony Fauci with uh, about a week ago in the Senate. When it comes to this vaccine, what I've urged my audience is unless you're in a high risk group or you're elderly, first of all, why are you getting in the way of somebody in the high risk group anyway? That's kind of selfish. Let them go first. And then secondly, just observe the real time data. 
Uh, we didn't go through a normal FDA approval process. So just observe the real-time data about efficacy and safety. Pretty much, unless you're under the age, of, you're over the age of 75 with an immune deficiency, um, this virus, if you were to get it, you're going to survive it about 99.6% of the time. So I don't know why you'd be in a hurry to rush out and get an experimental vaccine under those conditions anyway, if you weren't in that, those groups. I mean, Glenn, the median age of death for COVID in America is 78. That's the average lifespan in America. Let me let me read something that a blue check mark uh, wrote yesterday. Vaccine passports are a good idea. Among <laughs> other things, it will single out the still large contingent of people who refuse vaccines who will be foreclosed from doing a lot of things their peers can do. It will help break the resistance down. Your thoughts on that? Um, my thoughts are the Fifth and Fourteenth Amendments uh, amendments to the Constitution have a few things to say about singling people out, creating different classifications of people. No person shall be denied life, liberty, or property without due process of law. That's the Fifth Amendment. The Fourteenth Amendment, the Equal Protection Under the Law Clause. What's happening here is these people are using this to show you what their true malevolent intentions are. If you're pro-vaccination, this is, and you're reasonable, this is the worst messaging you could possibly ask for. You're, you're basically begging people who have already seen their, their livelihoods taken away. I said a, friend, a, a pastor from my church just texted me, their kid in the public school was just told to start bringing a second mask because they sweat too much during recess. So they need a oh backup. Gosh. And I'm like, why don't they just have them do rain dances? You know, just might as well do, you know, moon <laughs> dances uh, for the second recess. It'll be just as effective. And so the, they, they just, these people are tyrants, authoritarians. They cannot wait to impose on you. And that's another reason why we had to get this book out in as many people's hands as possible. I think a lot of people, uh, I would urge, uh, I've never done this before. I mean, by going straight to paperback, I'm going to make a lot less money on this. Because it's the information that's important. Buy extra copies. Send them to people that you're pa- that are panic stricken, elderly. You're, you're elderly that have been isolated. Stop doing that. If they've been vaccinated, there's no reason for you to continue isolating with them. The amount of junk science here, literally headlines this morning that say, "Yes, the vaccines worse work, but here's why you still must wear a mask." This is absolute authoritarian garbage. With one exception, Glenn. There, there is. There is one exception here that doesn't make this all flat earth voodoo. Would you like to know what it is? Yes. The one exception would be as if the virus is not a natural phenomenon. Because if it's a natural phenomenon, what these people are asserting, this is what Rand was pointing out to, to Anthony Fauci. Uh, you, what you're asserting, uh, is, and this is Scott Atlas's great frustration, we are violating the established laws and precedents of virology, immunology, and biology. So the only reason we would violate yeah. those is if this is not entirely a natural phenomenon. If indeed it was either originated or altered or engineered yep. or modified in a lab. And therefore, if it's been synthesized at all, then, we're out, then we may be outside the natural laws of science. And then maybe we do have to look at things differently. But then that would make Anthony Fauci guilty of treason for lying to the American people for a year Steve. and funding the Wuhan Virus Institute at the same time. Steve Dace, thank you so much. The uh, name of the book is The Fauci and Bargain. Uh, you can find it on Amazon right now. The Fauci and Bargain by Steve Dace. Uh, go there now. By the way, his uh, name is spelled like peace, 
except with a D, and it's pronounced Dace. So you figure it out. Um, you can find him now at Amazon.com, and he uh, is on the Blaze Radio Network right after uh, this program. Doug lives in Colorado, the outdoorsy type. He enjoys hiking the mountains. I don't know why. I mean, we've, we've invented cars. Anyway, um, with age, there's the gradual wearing down of the body, and it started to catch up with Doug. Um, you know, he, he didn't do the healthy thing, which is rest a lot and just watch TV, which has worked for me my whole life. Anyway, the pain in his knees and his feet got so bad that he was no longer able to hike without stopping to rest, uh, along the ways. Um, he started to feel as though he was going to lose his favorite pastime. And that's when he discovered relief factor. I want you to go to relieffactor.com like, like Doug did. He realized, he said, um, in a few weeks, the pain was basically all gone. You can get your life back like Doug did, like I did, by going to relieffactor.com. Works for about 70% of the people who try it. It's relieffactor.com, 800-583-84, 800-583-84, relieffactor.com. 10-second station ID. You know, I really like the idea of a vaccine passport because not only will you know, not only will it break the resistance down of those who are still resisting, um, but we can also have some official tracking so we know who those people are talking to and gathering with and then just alert those people that they talk to. Let them know that if, you know, they continue to be around that person, we'll need to track them and put them on a list because they may be part of the problem as well. And uh, that would really help break the backs of those who uh, resist. Oh, and we can encourage the insurance agency um, to stop providing coverage, you know, or increase the cost until those people comply with this common sense approach. You know, it would be very helpful uh, for the total control of those who step out of line. And maybe we could even add, you know, add this into their ESG score. You know, ooh, we could develop a social credit score and punish those who disagree. Ooh, we could put them in a prison, a re-education camp with the Uyghurs. Wouldn't that be great? We could develop a little ad, uh, you know, or app that you could download on your phone, and it will tell you all the things our dear leader Biden said on that day, and then you have to read them, and the government will check to see if you read them. It'll be great. We'll be China in no time. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Timeshare termination team. Somewhere along the line, if you found yourself the less than proud owner of a timeshare, uh, please, please take the time today, five minutes, and call timeshare termination team. Have you used your timeshare? Have you used it since COVID? If you did try to use it, did you get what you were promised? And are you still paying all of the fees? Of course you are. Of course you are. Uh, today is a day you need to start the process of getting out and ending the madness. I want you to call Timeshare Termination Team at 888-GET-YOU-OUT. 888-GET-YOU-OUT. Learn about their 100% money-back exit guarantee at Timeshare Termination Team. Go there now. Timeshare Termination Team. You'll get 20% off when you, ter- uh, when you terminate your timeshare. If you tell them that I sent you, so make sure you do that. 20% off, 888-GET-YOU-OUT, 888-GET-YOU-OUT. They have a 100% money-back exit guarantee. 
at timeshareterminationteam.com. All right, head over to blazetv.com slash Glenn. The promo code is control. You'll get 20% off your subscription to Blaze TV. You'll get Glenn Beck, Studios America, Steve Dace, and much more. This is, uh, this is the uh, Glenn Beck program. Uh, w- welcome to the program. I'm glad you're here. Uh, you know, Steve Dace was just talking about what is happening um, uh, with the passports and everything else. And Stu, you and I were talking off the air that just the messaging of uh, the the vaccine from the government is is the biggest detriment to getting a vaccine. They're, they're not saying about how great it is and just get the vaccine, then everything will go back to normal. What they're saying is get the vaccine. You still probably have to isolate. You still have to wear masks. Oh, and we're going to get passports for everybody. Right. It's like and just <laughs> the worst messaging campaign of all time. You know, it, it goes back to what Steve was talking about, I think, uh, in, in, the, in, in the interview that we had the most negative coverage of COVID in the world. Right. And, and this continues. You listen. Now, look, health officials and scientists are going to say things uh, that aren't necessarily about messaging. They shouldn't be per, they, they shouldn't be focused on messaging per se. Right. But like right. you it's I think a lot of this is the media who is taking this information. Is there a small chance after you get vaccinated that you could still be infected? Yes, it's possible. Obviously, these things are 95% effective, not 100%. So, yes, there's a chance. Is there a chance that you could spread to someone else? It seems possible, but incredibly rare. So why would you focus on that? When you talk about vaccine passports and you talk about um, all of these sorts of, uh, of things Um, You know, when it comes to, uh, well, you still have to wear a mask and you still can't gather. You know what? Maybe by July 4th, you'll be able to gather with a group of other vaccinated people in your backyard. It's a it's terrible messaging. Now, so far, we have not crossed the line where the supply and demand are out out of out of whack. I mean, you know, the 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 people who do not want to get the vaccine has decreased over the past few months. Uh, We're down, you know, now south of 20 percent of people. And it keeps as as they're shown to be effective. It keeps going down. But we're going to get we're going to hit that point eventually. And there's no reason to 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 make that point happen any earlier than than it needs to. The messaging sh- from our government should be: if you get the vaccine, or honestly, if you've had COVID already, as as you and I, Glenn, are COVID nineteen survivors. Yes. Uh, if you've had it already, like it's time to go back <clears throat> to normal life. You yes. know, and at some point, especially now that there's enough supply. And mm-hmm. I know in Texas this week, they started out anyone over 16 can get it. We're at the point now where if you don't want to get it, if you're a person who says, I don't want to get the vaccine, you're just going to take on your own risk, right? It's now available for you. If, if, if you don't want to take it, it's a, different, it's a different calculus than back in March and April when we didn't know where it was. We didn't have testing. We didn't have treatments. We didn't have a vaccine. And people were getting it 
no matter even when they were trying to avoid it now if you're at the point where you don't want to participate in this stuff you shouldn't have to and you should be able to just take on your own risk but see that is not the plan you can't you're you have to lose your individual choice Mm. for us to be able to build back better or to go back to a new normal you have to lose your choice and they are already doing it already today we have talked about the forced vaccine and the campaign to uh, belittle people and the campaign with passports to make sure that you don't get your freedoms back unless you do what the government says we told you about a a, um, school district in virginia that is taking away and 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 actively saying and stating on Facebook that they are going to silence all opposition to their critical race theory, teaching, etc., etc. Now, let me tell you what we're going to talk about tomorrow. On tomorrow night's show at 9 p.m., we have been talking about ESG. That's Environment, Social Justice, and Governance Scores. If you've been watching my show, you remember how the environment and going green is being used to bend people to the government's will. Tomorrow, I'm going to expose the S in ESG. Gone are the days of social justice being used as a political tool. It is now being weaponized by the largest financial institutes in the world. I'm going to cover this more on tomorrow's program, but I will tell you That pointing this out in one show, one mention, has already made me a target of the financial industry. The information that I will share with you scares the crap out of the banks and investment firms that are involved. And I do not believe that most of the people that are involved in these financial institutions have a nefarious bone in their body. They are not trying to control your life. They just haven't thought it through. Now, that means on the lower levels. I believe the upper levels know exactly what they are doing, and they think they're doing the right thing. They're telling us that this is not going to affect the little guy at all. It's just for your educational use, so you can know who to invest in. Really? So aren't the banks then controlling the investments by telling you that you should probably be investing in this institution or this particular business because the others aren't really socially acceptable. It's not surprising to me in the slightest that these institutions can't grasp how this is going to affect the individual because they couldn't care less. They couldn't care less. They really couldn't. Why would they care about you? We're the ants. We are the last because of the the um, the uh, Biden or the uh, the Frank the Dodd Frank bill that went through after 2008's crash. The banks can now look at you as the lender of last resort. So they take your money, and you're last in the line to get any money. And when I say take your money, I mean the money that you have in their bank. So. This is what they think of you. I want to show you. This is John Kerry after being asked, what would happen to the oil workers that just lost their job because of the pipeline? Listen, what President Biden wants to do is make sure those folks 
have better choices, that they have alternatives, that they can be the people who go to work to make the solar panels. So if you're somebody that, you know, has been educated to uh, work on a pipeline and that's your skill, just go get a new education and, you know, forget about your family right now. You just just go back to school, get an education and then find a job in the solar panel industry. It's just that easy. They see control, they see power, and they see a whole lot of dollar signs to boot. I want to show you a chart. If you're watching Blaze TV right now, take a look at this graphic. If you're just listening to us, let me describe what's currently on the screen. This is a representation of what the people pushing all of this plan to do. Now, the image is taken from their own reports. It depicts the flow of money. Those that control the money are at the very top. They funnel the money cash down through the investment firms and the banks. That money then goes to industry as a whole. But in the middle of the image, they propose a disruption. They plan to turn off the funds going to where they deem are high carbon and towards entities that are low carbon. As I will show you tomorrow night, this includes those people who are or are not woke enough. Now, to the banks claiming that this won't hurt the individual. Tell me this. What happens to everyone associated in any capacity to the companies, the cities, the towns that operate on the left side of this graphic? Those considered high carbon and not woke enough. What happens to those people? Well, they will tell you, well, you just have to move to the other side. Well, that's taking away my freedom of choice. And it's it's not uh, this is why libertarians have got to lose the mantra of, well, it's private business. This is now a cabal of business. They are working in tandem to control. What happens to the West Virginia coal town? It's already struggling as it is, but now it has to deal with all their investments being pulled one by one. When the coal mine is forced to shut down, what happens to the corner drugstore, the popular cafe everybody likes to have breakfast in, the hardware store that's been in business since the town was founded? Tell us, tell us what happens to those individuals, to those businesses, because I don't think they're going to buy. This is for educational purposes only. What happens to the college town that you may live in if the university takes a stand to go against critical race theory? They're turning the coin on go woke, go woke, go broke. To go woke or we'll force you to go broke. How many scholarships will be lost when their low ESG score dries up all the cash? How many less bodies walking into local businesses will that mean? How long before the little college town can't last if it stands against the woke theory? How many parents are going to be forced to pay the last bit of their savings to to go to an out of state, more expensive school? See, these are the factors that they are not putting in their equation. They don't consider you because they don't consider the individual. The individual in this theory and our coming society does not matter. The largest banks and financial institutions all around the world are currently redirecting money by the trillions of dollars. 
They don't care about the trickle-down effects, the new ghost towns that it will create, the closed businesses, the joblessness, and the 401k and retirement funds that will begin drying up bit by painful bit. This is all about control, and it all fits in. The COVID virus, the control of your schools, control of your children, control where you can go, when you can go, the destruction of your business, and now the ESG. Can anyone see how this all fits together? This is not a conspiracy theory. This is, as I showed you, that chart, that's from their own own website this is this is their theory not mine we're going to show you tomorrow night directly from their own reports how they plan to weaponize social justice and re-engineer our society in probably the largest power grab in history i'll show you how they're going to do it examples of it taking place right now and where it all began i'll not only show you how it's moved on from college campuses and now been injected directly into big businesses but how it is now being pushed in grade school you will be forced to comply unless you stand together now that's tomorrow night 9 p.m eastern on blaze tv and youtube it is the Wednesday night special titled Comply or Die, How America Will Enforce Total Wokeness. As you know, your world is changing. In fact, the world that you, the America that you thought you lived in growing up is gone, long gone. And its fate was sealed, I believe, uh, on January 20th of this year. The America that you and I grew up in is gone. Now, that doesn't mean you give up. It means we better wake up and fight together. If you're looking to uh, join a, a group that can help you in your maturity, save money, there are lots of options. But AMAC, AMAC is, I think, the best. AMAC is the Association of a Mature American Citizen. The Association of Mature American Citizens is is a place that will not only give you all of the, you know, benefits and the discounts and everything else that you want and you deserve and need, but also it's an advocacy group. They they actually will fight for the things that you believe in. This this group was started uh, because of Obamacare because they knew the leading advocacy group for seniors was not doing anything. In fact, they were working against the interest of seniors because they would get all kinds of benefits. It was sick to watch them do it. And that's why AMAC was formed. And they have been fighting and fighting and fighting, you know, against runaway debt, national security, sovereignty over our unchecked borders. They believe in the sanctity of life and they will push back against the radical left amac there is power in numbers please join amac.us slash beck that's amac.us slash beck this is the glenn beck program we're so glad that you've tuned in today uh we're going to talk a little bit about the uh, trial 
in Minnesota coming up in uh, in just a second. Also, I think the story coming out of Georgia today is very interesting. Yeah, I think so, too. They're trying to paint this in the new Jim Crow law. Uh, Jim Crow laws where they're trying to restrict voting access. And of course, mm-hmm. you know, it's so ridiculously overblown. A lot of this comes from Biden's press conference where he said they're not even going to allow people to drink water. Uh, they're going to they're going to dehydrate people into not voting. Uh, true. You know, the Georgia true. bill. No, it's not true at all. The Georgia no, bill just prohibits any money or gifts, including but not limited to food and drink to an elector. And then, uh-huh. of course, you can have self-service water from an unattended receptacle, or you can have poll workers handing out water, but you can't have mm-hmm. outside groups handing out food and water at the polls. Well, this is going to disaffect those people who are extraordinarily thirsty yeah. <laughs> on, uh, on Election Day. Uh, it's a disorder that a lot of people, it's a minority, of course, uh, yeah, but just, a lot of people mm-hmm. still that uh, have this thirst disorder and the, the Republicans just don't want them to to vote or really survive yeah, because we, if they're standing in line we, and they don't have water, mm-hmm. dead. Yeah, we found more and more uh, minority communities are uh, affected by being parched uh, than white yes. families. They all yes. are. They're all they, completely satisfied. Exactly right. Liquids. Exactly right. This is the Glenn Beck Program.